0: In 1952, on a tiny atoll in the Pacific, in what is today the Marshall Islands, the first successful hydrogen bomb was tested, and two fighter jets were sent through the top of the mushroom cloud to collect samples. They rushed back to Berkeley, where the decaying isotopes were analyzed, proving that element 99, Einsteinium, had been created. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I think you're focused.
1: I'm Rasmus. I'm trying to and I'm red. And I'm Jan, always focused. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> so how how are you doing Jan? You you got sick and better again?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sick and somewhat better. Um my wife caught a cold or caught a cold uh, or common flu um, last week and now it's gotten me just in time before my vacation so ah uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm already doing a little bit better. Just a cool. sore throat. Fever? No
2: fever? No, Nothing? no fever, no thank coughing.
1: you. Um, okay. <laughs> now, a little bit of coughing, but um, yeah, I'm just just a head cold. Just yeah. feeling under the weather, um, joints aching and um, sore throat, headache. Yeah, the, the usual stuff. Been sleeping okay. a ton for the last few days. Yeah, that's, that's what you I have think to do. I think that's about time. Yeah. Yeah. Also that. I mean, it's winter time. It's dark all the time, so that that kind of goes hand in hand. <laughs> it makes it pretty easy. Now, I'm already doing a little bit better than yesterday, so um, I, I hope to get rid of it pretty fast.
0: But you've been to work today,
1: or? Uh, no, no, I have been not working for the last two days. I'm going to start working tomorrow again, but from home. Because yeah, I don't want to okay. like drag my bacteria into into the workplace and just get everyone else sick.
0: That's a um, good excuse. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Especially if I can work from home. Um, but last week, um, I mean, I was still on a business trip um, when I got back, so it started on the weekend. So yeah, I, I haven't been up to too much. Been just resting, or oh, I, I well, I'm saying that, but on the business trip, actually, I've been shooting a, a ton of um, analog pictures with my film camera
0: yeah we saw that
1: yeah also started developing film on the weekend for my first time like negatives and um tried a little bit of scanning yesterday night when i didn't feel or couldn't sleep anymore but uh yeah that, that that's gonna need a lo- whole lot more practice but it's fun it's a lot of yeah. fun Where
2: did you set up the lab in in your workshop or in the bathroom
1: no kitchen because kitchen? i need running water okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. to to watch the film afterwards. I kind of wanted to do it in my workshop. Um, I might have to drill a hole through the wall and get myself the water line from the next room. But, but don't, yeah, how how do you manage the light though? Um, I Maybe have light? no no. Uh, I I was thinking about doing it in the office, just like darkening the whole office because it's a small room and I can like make it completely dark but I actually went the easier way and got myself for I think Amazon it was like 12 bucks one of those changing bags where you can stick your arms in and you just put everything in you close the the zipper because it's Hmm. much nicer doing that like sitting in a well lit room like fumbling for that stuff than being in a complete dark and just knocking everything off the table and searching for it underground. Yeah. It's a lot of round things, light things, rolly things. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots of fun, I, yeah, I call from lots, school. Exactly. Yeah, but it, it, was, it, it was fun. The first roll I completely fucked up. <laughs> the second one uh, turned out great though. Like exactly like I imagined it and I was really surprised by it. So that was fun, yeah. And then I got sick. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Much, much, much sleepy since then. How about you guys? Red? Uh, f-
2: not much this week. I released the video. Did, did you fix your car? Uh, no, I didn't. Touch my car this week. I Ooh. didn't have to because it was all fixed wow. last time and nothing broke uh, <laughs> yet. yet. Yeah, if you no, don't move it, yeah, if you don't move it, it doesn't break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I stayed home, so it, I didn't. Uh, wife had COVID, so uh, we kept the kid at home, and so we had no need to go anywhere. I didn't have to go fetch the kid or anything, so the the car stayed on the parking lot. So it's it's not broken yet. <laughs> Uh, we'll see tomorrow. Um, oh, I'm going to bet your I breaks hope she, are resting. I hope now. She's, yeah, and I hope she's doing I, better. Uh, she's doing better. She's back to work, um, and the kid is back at school. And I'm still negative, so that's great. I was yeah, lucky enough to yeah 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 not yeah. not get positive.
0: Uh, so yeah. I mean, your French positive is against your nature anyway. Yeah,
2: that's 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 true. That's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> in fact, um, other than that, I received the video of the quiver. I oh yes,
1: also yes, that was nice.
0: Thank you. Uh, but I am still I am still disappointed though that you didn't actually go shooting in the woods with it.
2: Yeah, but that that was not really the point of the video. But I understand your frustration because I I I so wanted to. But, yeah, and there's, there's too many hikers in the woods anyway. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, but to be honest, it was, I had to go in the woods, uh, like to shoot the last, very last part of the video, like the last 20 seconds or 30 seconds, mm-hmm. because I just wanted to get a nice shot. But it's 30 minutes, it's a 30 minute drive from here. And I if and I you wanted didn't trust to trust your sh- car. No, I trusted my car. But <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to shoot arrows in the forest, I had to fetch my uh bow, which is still at my parents' house. And as my wife was COVID positive, I didn't want to bring ah, that to them. Yeah. So I had to avoid that and just go for a walk in the forest with the quiver uh, on my hips and scare the shit out of uh, two old ladies that were walking around, uh, which was that,
1: fun. Yeah, that that is funny, though, because my first thought, if somebody walks at me with a quiver, I would think, where's the bow?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it can be on my backpack, though, because you can you can just take it apart. Exactly. So the the, it, the, that, the concealed weird. bow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, under my jacket. Uh, no, but it happened to me. I was, I was actually uh, practicing archery a few years back and there was, uh, on a hill next to the house, they, they um, uh, set targets. Uh, like behind trees like wild animal targets mm-hmm. and so you're supposed to follow the path and shoot a few rows when you are um, facing a, a target and um, finding uh, a target in the woods and that's also a, a, a walk way for people to like just enjoy in the weekend so when uh, I was doing that uh, like every single time I was um meeting so to speak uh, people uh, very scared people because i was like poorly equipped with the bow and the and the arrows and stuff and it was really really funny uh, because yeah <laughs> they didn't understand what i was doing uh, there anyway i published the video i also received my new uh, graphic card which is great Ooh, nice. um i installed it and Obviously I had to rewire the old PC because yeah. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than the one that I had before. Which, which one did you buy again? I buy I bought the XFX Radeon rx six thousand nine hundred
1: XT. That's a beast.
2: That's a big big sample. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but apparently, yeah, that's one of the best uh, graphic cards on the market uh, with an uh, AMD processor. When it's not a, uh NVIDIA GeForce thing, but it's a really good one. Uh, I had a very good deal on it uh, for Black Friday because it usually uh, goes up to 1,600 euros or so. And I got it for 700. Um, so oh, that was, is Ooh. really good. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was super happy. Uh, so yeah, I installed that in the in the PC, rewired it. Uh, uh, it took me quite a while, all afternoon, to do that, actually, because I... I was happy with my wiring and my cable managing the first time, but not anymore because yeah. the graphic card is like 33 centimeters long, so you have to <laughs> rethink everything. Um, yeah. But it was kind of Fun, yeah, I like doing that that kind of stuff uh, when it works uh, at the end. Yeah, that's, that's um, one.
1: Of, oh, sorry, that's one of the things with the new um, with the new graphic cards, though. Like you used to have a PC with a graphic cards, now you have a graphic cards with a PC built around
2: it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, pretty much, much it. Yeah, I, I, I considered buying a a bigger PC tower because it's like so tight inside now with all the cables and and stuff but yeah I'm super happy with it Um, and yeah that's pretty much it Uh, we had uh, San Nicolas this morning I already told you a guy, uh, about that, guys, last year, probably. It's like uh, Santa is yeah, coming you yeah. to you, but it's like the... Nicholas. No, yeah, the, the German version of it. Uh, yeah, I can't really say that's the German version of it because my wife's going to kill me. Uh, it's like <laughs> the, the north of the, the of the country version of uh, Santa, so, so to speak. So I got um, a new game for PS5, Uh god of war ragnarok
0: which is great but, but you haven't played elden ring yet
2: no not yet and i and and i haven't finished uh the first god of war uh either so i have oh, okay. now yeah. three games that i can go through during winter which is great because i i need stuff to do uh so yeah god of war uh, elden ring and uh, god of war 2 are on my list to of of to do to do my to-do list of list of things to do yeah that, that's that's words the, definitely yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. you take them and you put them in the right order so yeah <laughs> that's my week what about you we'll, guys we'll fix it in post <laughs> <laughs> what uh, about you I've been
0: I've been swing dancing this weekend again yeah you did yeah so this time I didn't travel far I traveled to the opposite side of Oslo and it was okay. a small-ish event with 300 people I think oh. Whereas the people. last one in Stockholm was 600, I think it was.
2: Yeah, but still, it's a lot of people to just gather in the same place and dance
0: with. Yeah, and uh, did you this dance with time... every single one of them? No, okay, I did not. Damn, I tried. Okay, well, no, I tried. Didn't try very really hard, but I tried. Okay. Uh, so last time when I was in Stockholm, I. I think my, my fitness tracker on my phone tracked me to have done 50 kilometers mm-hmm. from Thursday till Sunday. Mm-hmm. This time the event was like Friday evening, or for me it was Friday evening till Sunday, 22 kilometers.
2: Which is a lot. Of kilometers. Yeah,
0: and also uh, it, it's 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 a lot, but it's uh, not much compared to the die-hard people yeah. and what I did and how I felt in Stockholm. Because this time, it turns out when you don't sleep properly properly for two weeks beforehand, then trying to dance all night doesn't really work. Your body just yeah. doesn't really want to function anymore at some point. For sure. But just in young, so you wake up
1: Yeah, so I went to bed at about three o'clock at night. And when you get into our okay. age, that will happen at eight o'clock in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you even <laughs> eat, and you don't even need. And you don't even need the two weeks prior. There's just like two days before that, it's fine. Like two days without proper sleep, and the third day is like nope, nope, uh-uh. not gonna happen. Yeah.
0: Yes, I, I'm enjoying this while I can, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> please do,
1: please do. That's great.
0: Yeah. No, oh, it was great fun. I also ended up. Uh, competing for the first time. Oh, both in what is called strictly, where you sign up with a partner. Yeah. And in Jack and Jill, where you sign up with, and you get a random partner.
2: Oh, that must be tricky.
0: Uh, yeah. I, well, I did not do well in either of them. <laughs> but it, was it your first time to? Sorry
2: to interrupt, but that uh, question is important to me. Uh, it, was it the first time that you were competing in in yeah. dance?
0: And the only reason for it was because this seven year old girl walked up to me and said, Why the hell are you not competing? And I'm like, uh And she was like, Excellent. You are now competing. And I was like, What? <laughs> what just happened? Nice. So, so there I was, uh, suddenly out on the dance floor, everybody looking at me.
2: That must be really, really tricky because when you compete with a partner that you know and you have already danced with, you have some kind of understanding of who the the your partner is and and what you the, the thing that you can do with him or her. But when it's a random person that you are getting for a dance, and especially for a competition, it must be really like yes, it's scary in a way.
0: Like
3: it yeah,
2: must be yes anxious. And
0: no. So West Coast Swing is. I'm probably repeating a lot of what I said. Just a month ago, after Stockholm, uh, but Vesco Swing is very much a a, a social swing style, mm-hmm. where you it is all built around uh, learning the language of the dance and then having a conversation to the music. Okay, yeah. So it whereas my understanding of a lot of ballroom and some of the Latin dances mm-hmm. is that it's a lot more towards being a Scheduled or a fixed pattern that you do—that yeah. is sort of like, oh, you do three, these three, four turns after each other mm-hmm. every single time because then it just fits to the music because that's how it's structured. Yeah. Um, but West Coast swing is not that; it's it's a lot more of just having fun on the dance floor to the music, or ideally to the music. And one of the things that I struggle with is dancing to the music and not just to the beat, yeah. which is a big difference because yeah. like, yeah, I can just listen, I can find the up and down beats of the music and I can walk to that fairly well at this point, not perfectly, but fairly well at this point, mm-hmm. but actually listening to the music at the same time and realize that, ooh, so here's some of the phrases that, or some of the words that he's repeating that I can play with and do things with or the instrumental bits like oh there's a saxophone that's doing something funny i can emphasize that with some movement Mm -hmm. that's a difficult part but the really 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 good people either they know all of the songs beforehand or they're so good at actively listening to the music while they're dancing that they can just hear like oh there's a funny piano thing the way these kinds of songs are structured that will come back in 16 beats so wow. you can then suddenly yeah. plan for that and then start using that and when you have two people who are both really good and are able to both think and plan like that mm-hmm. maybe not consciously but because it definitely <laughs> turns un- subconscious at some point then it's really fascinating to look at and i think mm-hmm. i shared you read uh a tiktok video of two people dancing oh yes And you it, it looks like they had practiced all of these things for years yeah absolutely and it is a random person and a random song granted they might have danced together a lot over the years but for this specific competition that the video was from no preparation no planning
2: yeah it it was very, very it was amazing to see that video because i'm really not into dance or dancing or that kind of art is like very um foreign to me it's so something i don't have the sensi- sensitivity for Uh, But when I saw the video and and, uh, at first first time, I didn't notice that it was like a random person and a a random uh, setting. And it it looked to me that they were in love. They were like partner in life because they knew each other so well. And it was this chemistry between these two people that was absolutely amazing. So I had to rewatch it one more time. And then Mm -hmm. I noticed and you told me after that, that, oh, have you noticed that it's, it's random people dancing together? And I was like, yeah damn it's absolutely stunning to see those people having this uh, symbiotic relationship so to speak yeah, because like yeah. they are moving like they know what the the other pep- person next move will be so they are able to adapt and to uh, move accordingly it's, it's it's really great to see even though I, I, I d- know nothing about dancing obviously
0: uh, but yeah that was a great video to watch I, I would argue, though, that it's not all that unusual to reach that level of communica- like, uh, non-verbal communication with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I- I'm sure that you and your wife has plenty of routines, like maybe around cooking or setting the dinner table. Oh, we don't have to speak anymore now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know exactly like, oh, when she's going for this cupboard, I can go to this drawer and pick up these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you she just... reaches
1: for the big knife you better get the hell out
0: of the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> yeah well oh or, or just learn to duck faster i mean <laughs> yeah
1: i was just kidding no i know exactly what you mean i haven't seen the video uh, you guys were talking about no because you're not but... on tiktok anymore yeah. yeah well why should i the last because time because I logged in, now you're sh- missing out.
0: Yeah, because,
2: because we can share cool stuff that we yeah, find. The, and the last time sometimes. I in,
1: I had like four or five like commercial messages that like sent me on other links, and I had to like. No. There was some data like we updated our policies, and you had to click it, and then you did open another browser window, and I was just like, nope, that's it. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, no, and I just <clears throat> never got a kick out of it. It's like the same as um, I'm getting bombarded with shorts at the moment on YouTube. And I'm trying to like teach to my YouTube that I don't want to see shorts. because yeah, They
2: just changed the monetization of shorts, I believe. Or yeah, they I, don't, be, I don't really. So people uh, care. Like,
1: post shorts like crazy. I, I now try to pick like, different videos that last at least half an hour to an hour and watch those (laughs) just because I'm stubborn and I'm like, Nope.
0: (laughs) Uh, But Red, You were going to say
2: something. Um, Yeah, I I was, I was going to say that um, when I watched the video and, and you talking about me and my wife, the relationship that we have now that we are able to do stuff without even having to talk because we know each other so well and we have this, uh, these habits around the house, or when we are cooking, or when we are just doing stuff together, uh, that that the other day she was like, oh, see, talking to my kid." she was like, see, we don't have to talk anymore. Because I just, I, I'm doing something and I just um, point at her like with an open hand. And she, she understand what I I need at the moment and she can grab it, uh, it and give it to me and that kind of understanding comes with year uh, years of us being together obviously yeah and the the only other time that it happened to me in life was when I was practicing martial arts with my uh, my sensei we were practicing kata like crazy like four times a week. And we reached that close, something close to to that. Um, this relationship was so well established that we were able to just looking in, in each other's eyes, detect the, the moves, the next move, and and fight again each, against each other like in, in the same way that uh, these two guys were dancing in the video, uh, which which is a weird feeling when you have it but it's it's great to see it's like the only the only things that um, TikTok inspire me at the moment is is a total disgust this yeah disgust uh, for like crazy stupid random things that I see or total oh because people are doing stuff like amazing stuff Mm -hmm. and this dancing video was one of of those Uh, it was like Damn, It's good to see people having fun, um, enjoying themselves and, and giving pleasure to the people dancing, the people they are dancing with and all the people uh, watching them dance, uh, which is it's that kind of magic, that kind of chemistry that doesn't happen uh, often. And again, I'm totally foreign to dance and that kind of art. So if it can like move me in a good way... Um, I think that that's something that it's worth that that is i did
0: you nearly said focus that would be scary
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no it's uh for, for me it's that is really one of those magical things of going swing dancing mm-hmm. because every once in a while you end up with a song and a person i'm not, not talking in competition i'm just talking social dancing out on the dance floor just chatting and mm. I never said picking girls up. Would you? You're not supposed to do that physically, um, but you 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 ask them to dance, and you go out there, and that like this song comes on, and you both suddenly just really connect mm-hmm. through that song, and suddenly you have this really really amazing dance. And sometimes it takes ten tries before you find that ma- ma- um, that matchup of a good connection yeah. and a good song that you both understand. And sometimes. That right afterwards, you can just get a completely different song and it, all of the magic is basically lost. Mm-hmm. And th- it's, it's almost, I guess, like chasing that high. At least for me still, there's so many, maybe not bad dances, but so mediocre dances that doesn't feel special mm-hmm. in between actually getting to the really good ones. But I, w- I would like to think it happens... More and more often.
2: But what, what makes a dance a good one? Is it the music? Is it the partner? Is it the combination of those two things? Is it you? Because you're in the right mood with the right uh, level of energy at the moment, the inspiration or the technique even? Because... Psh-
0: yeah. It, well, it's a bit of everything. It's I, I very much think that dancing and martial arts are highly related.
2: Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah.
0: Uh, granted... In a couple stance like West Coast Swing, there's a nearly equal amount of communication between the follower and the leader. Yeah. Whereas in martial arts, like you're not really you're communicating, but you're also trying to get the other one to the ground, which yeah. has slightly different results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually If you do that to a follower, you don't get to dance again.
1: Yeah, but isn't it like the (laughs) similarities, like the better you are, the more you can compensate for either like one of the shortcomings, like being at the music beat or being at like the, the partner or-
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not a very good follower. When I, if I were to go dancing as a follower, Every once in a while, I do that because it's a great challenge. Mm-hmm. And there's, but there's a lot of leaders who will lead me into patterns that I don't know how to lead myself. But I'm able to follow them, at least sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, that's that's one of the hilarious things. Or right, there's a couple of hilarious things that happens this weekend. One one is we one of the more sort of, not maybe not magical, but maybe coveted moves in uh, in West Coast is to lead your follower into one foot spins where they're basically just spinning many many times on one foot yeah okay the base level is like you get two or three uh for some stupid reason I was dancing with a guy and he wanted to lead me into that (laughs) please tell me it's been videotaped somehow oh damn uh, I'm glad, <laughs> glad it has been. first time I was like, oh, I recognize." I, I sort of recognized a bit too late what he was going to do. so I jumped a bit into it and I nearly fell on my face yeah. and then it was like, no, no, slow down a bit and try it again and I managed to do like nearly three turns on nice. one foot, which was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, oh no, that's the different time. but later on, like one of the just before I think we had I had home on Sunday. Uh, there was a big show going on. There was breaks in between. So not a lot of people dancing. The, the floor was kind of empty. Mm-hmm. And one of my mates, he asked me to dance. So I danced with him. And l- like maybe 100 people watching. And there were five couples on the dance floor. And I was one of them. And I was dancing as a follower. And Ooh. which Which... Mediocre amount of success. Like I'll, I'll be generous to myself and say it was a mediocre success. But after that, two of the absolute biggest dudes in the whole, <laughs> in the whole room, they got, went out and they got dancing. Nice. And we're talking fellows around two meters tall and 120, oh. 130 kilos. Wow. Yeah. For so some reason, I mean, one...
1: imagine them swinging axes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of dancing. <laughs> But that was like one of those really fun things where like, yeah, I got out there, I showed it was done, and then other people started doing it.
2: Well, uh, I have two questions. Uh, First, Jan, do you dance? Or absolutely not at all like me? I used to. You used to? Yeah.
1: What what do um, do you dance? Uh, just they have like the basic courses like where they teach everyone for like the school ones and then there's one in the advanced one so when you have you two. have dance classes in school yeah we have the, we still have the dance class like the high school like for prom dance basically wow
2: that's that's cool yeah
1: yeah. so so, so, so did, so did disc, like the disco fox rumba cha-cha like the, the normal standard oh. dances they call okay, it okay we
0: didn't go that deep into it but we had and, and nobody dared to do it proper when we were in secondary school and things like that. I don't think we got it in high school, but anyway, no, sorry. Fox go
1: Strauss, on. disco fox. Like there, there's a couple of them yeah. that we that we learned like not just ba- the basic steps for every single one so you can dance to the different songs of it. And I I don't remember much of it. Uh just I, I think I like I I did dance a lot before I moved to the US and then I just mm. stopped completely because in the US um, dancing like or what is considered dancing in like a club scene it's mm-hmm. usually just grinding on each other yeah so yeah. i was a little bit part that of, i mean <laughs> there, there there are dance cafes i just never met the people that went there so I and yeah. I, I never really like i went with the college crowd party like it was just different type so yeah n- never but, did it again there when i got back i just lost interest i guess but
2: y- you both have like proms at the end of the year in high school? Um, no, at the end of school.
0: Yeah, no. There's things that we might call a prom, that it wouldn't be like an American prom, but it's sort of the end of end of year ball, I guess you can call it. But yeah,
2: yeah. So that that's uh, like the all high school is gathering at the same place to have an evening together and dance. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep, all, yeah. all twelve Said. of us. <laughs> wow, <laughs> must be a hell
3: of a night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, for us it was uh, when finishing school. So okay. they usually add one of the big um like how to call it sports halls um, uh-huh. yeah gymnasiums like gymnasium yeah like the, like the big gymnasiums and they just give you your um final grade
2: Damn, we have none
1: of those See, this is why France is, is failing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I told, <laughs> told my, my my Japanese uh, student when I was there. I mean, at the end of the year, they have they have a big ceremony when they get their their diplomas, the degrees, the grades, and and they gather together and they enjoy and they do a party and so on and so on. And same thing at the very beginning of the year, the all the the, the rookies are coming and they they are welcomed by the older guys we have nothing of it in france we don't have proms we don't have a ceremony when we get our degree we you just go to the secretary and she hands it to you and like fuck off because i have stuff to do i mean it's it's so it it doesn't mean anything special like the end of the year is just the end of the year and nothing happens super sad i think so yeah that's that's kind of sad yeah I wish we had some kind of like big common memory of celebrating the end of the year or when we end school or graduate high school or even middle school. That would be just nice to have a party and to just like after that move on, but but just mark the occasion, so to speak. I don't don't know, friend friends is doomed.
0: Anyway, I mean, there's I mean ceremonies are very much superficial i think not always but yeah because that's what i'm gonna say like they're very much superficial but they do also serve a meaning
3: yeah like i i
0: I believe at least in western culture now like it's very hard to get over the loss of someone without actually having the funeral yeah to to take sort of a, a morbid example but also it's very hard to actually celebrate an achievement if you don't actually celebrate it
1: yeah yep and this is like school the, the that end of the school prom was for everyone we're done we've done it it's over
0: yeah. also
1: like a little bit of the center um, how to call it like being sentimental because your buddies, you just spend the last five to six years in class uh you most of them you're not gonna see afterwards mm-hmm. uh, so I I thought it was great or, or even a bigger Reason for celebration is like yeah, some of those idiots I'm not gonna see anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. also that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it was it, it is great though. Like it is something. um I mean, also that happened when you were we were 17 years old, so you're allowed to drink beer and wine from si- on 16 on. So there's music, you're dancing the whole class. You know, you're never gonna see a lot of those people again. There's yeah. a lot of drinking at the end, so it's mm-hmm. <laughs> less dancing and more like stumbling around. But it is fun and the teachers are there too and they celebrate with you so all those teachers that have been um authority for you for the last years suddenly come up to you with a beer and like cheer you and like you've done good or like you're a fucking idiot and you're gonna (laughs) burn in hell but (laughs) there's there's that german
0: german words of encouragement (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly
2: Ah, uh, wish we we had that kind of stuff. yeah, yeah, I, I I really agree with you, Raz. Um a ceremony is is at least to me a way to uh, move on from something or to just um, engrave in stone your accomplishment, so to speak. Like, you graduating school, it can be it can be heaven or hell, depending on how you look at it. But you finished it with a degree, with a diploma, you're happy, you want to celebrate, you want to party. You finish it and you are free from it, and therefore you want to celebrate it. And same thing, a, a prom is a good occasion to do that. Every single time, when you look at um, human history, every single time that something good or something bad happens, a ceremony is, is, uh, has been held for, for a reason or another. Even if it's a, when it's a sad occasion, like someone's passing, we gather, we pray if we want to pray, we just spend time together, we mourn and we eat most of the time mm-hmm. and drink, right? When a happy thing is happening, like people uh, engaging in, in, in marriage, uh, same thing. We gather, we pray if we want to pray. Uh, we spend time together. We party. We eat.
0: So there's some kind of pattern.
2: Yeah, exactly. There is a very, <laughs> very similar pattern in all those things. Is like spending time with people. Mm-hmm. Praying is is not relevant here because it's like you do it, you don't do it. It doesn't really matter. It's it, it's not really relevant for the ceremony. Uh, because you can have a lot of uh, non-religious ceremony or, or celebrations, but you you gather people, you spend time with them, you you talk a lot, you drink a lot, you eat a lot, and most of the time there is music involved in good and sad or happy and sad celebration. Just see uh, the the funerals all over the countries, all over the world. When someone is dying, there is music it can be sad music it can be very happy music if if you go to india when someone is dying there is some kind of happy music what i consider some kind of happy music yeah because death is not the end because you're going to uh, be reborn yeah be reborn and, and and all of that so it's not really a sad thing here in France when someone dies, you play music, the kind of music that the person that passed uh, used to love because you want to like pay tribute to them. So it's an homage and and you play the music. It can be f- sad music, it can be very fun music. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I really like the idea that, I don't remember who said that. I That's a sentence I heard many years ago and I don't remember who said that. Maybe it's someone completely random. Maybe it's a great philosopher, I have no idea. That music is the soundtrack of your life. Um, I like that because um, th- we all have music that have changed our life. Like when you're in couple, there is always your song your, w- with your wife. It, oh,
0: it's our song. You I know? have a better one. I have a better one. Yeah. That came from probably TikTok somewhere. That music is decoration on time. Oh, like it? Yeah,
2: mm. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I like I, it. I, I, I have, it. I have
0: another one. Uh okay.
2: that, that time is is uh, I think a philosopher. I will have to to uh, search for the name. But he said that uh, without music, life wouldn't be worth living.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh um, I I don't. Um, who said that? Um, there's the German saying is "Musik ist ein Gut, ohne das der Mensch nicht kann," which is like basically what, what pretty much what you said. Like mu- music is something the human can't live without. Yeah. Um, um, so, damn it. So, yeah but, sorry, my my voice is kind of like leaving me at the moment. I'm with my throat. Found so.
2: it. It's it's actually Nietzsche, Friedrich Nietzsche. Ah, Nietzsche. Uh, w- okay. Without music, life would be a mistake. Um, yeah, that's the proper one. I like that. Uh, Have you noticed that how, how it can just influence your life? I know, whereas when you're working, you're always listening to people uh, talking, you are listening to podcasts, but I can't because it distracts me. I'm too into the conversation, too much into the conversation. So I have to stop uh, pause what I'm doing I'm listening because I, I, I want to get every bit of the conversation. When I'm working, I usually put music on. Recently I went back to Japanese music which is kind of it's been a long time. Um, and I noticed that the rhythm I work the rhythm of my work is very much copied on the on the rhythm of music. Yeah. If I listen to ACDC, for example, I'm gonna work way faster than if I'm listening to a quiet, like ballad uh, Japanese song. Uh, which is like I like I like the idea, but I also don't like the idea to be like subconsciously driven by something that I can't control. Like my body is reacting to something that I'm I'm not aware of, which is like you're not fully in control of your actions. You're depending on the rhythm of the music. can be also fun, but it's, it's, it's kind of weird, a weird feeling to be.
0: Yeah, I think it just speaks to how fundamental kind of music is to the human existence. Yeah. Because mm. it's definitely not a new invention. No. I don't recall how, how old the first instrument uh, ever found is, but- 20,000 years BC. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, yeah I, mean, I, I mean, I'm betting it's a log and a rock somewhere, yeah. but uh, which is fun because we went from music with rocks in it to rock and roll music, but that's yeah. maybe a different joke.
1: Yep, that's a uh, disc world.
0: Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, or we could say okay, we went from music with rocks in it to heavy metal. 35,000
2: years ago, and it was apparently a flute. Okay. Ah, yeah.
0: cool. Wait, wait, what was that with Atsy? Tiesman? Sorry, what? Uh, the the Iceman, I'd say, found in the the, the Alp, Austrian uh, Alps? It, Swiss Alps? It,
2: it, no, it's in the uh, cave of hollefels in Germany in 2008. Uh, it was a to yeah, okay. find
1: there in okay. yeah, 2008. Yeah. The, um, what I found interesting or what I find interesting on at music is there is an overall understanding of like, human nature that like finds... Songs nice or like appealing mm-hmm. and not like you can see an overall line, but then again, you have people listening, like you said, like if you're sad, if you're happy, but for each individual, it's completely different. What kind of music to are listening to, yeah. Uh, I found that out with my wife. So, if she's happy and she's doing down the apartment, she's listening to music that I always call, like, sh- well, shoot myself in the head music. It's, I find it, <laughs> I find it just borderline depressing. It's just like those slow ballads and just uh, singing mm. about sorrow. And she's like in the best of mood, cleaning up and singing to the song. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not getting it. <laughs> because I have some upbeat something yeah, yeah ju- just running for myself. Then there can be a third person listening to something completely different when they're either sad. Or g- when I'm sad, I listen to that kind of music. Like, I think this is why it's so different, my wife and I. We mm-hmm. have the same kind of music. We both enjoy the same music, but for completely different reasons. The music yeah. she listens yeah, to when I she's completely that. happy is the music I love when I'm sad or if I'm melancholic.
3: Right,
2: so
1: I I do love the songs she's listening to and the bands. It's just not in the I mood. At least
2: you're lucky enough to just share the same tastes in music uh, with your wife. Because oh, my this wife is because I...
1: we're really we have a really we have a really broad um, music taste when it comes to that. Yeah. So basically, everything except German folk music is. Great. It's okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because my my wife, uh, we we uh, discovered some some bands and singers together over the years. So we we both like them, and I somehow converted her to ACDC because Ooh. yeah, we went to well a, yeah yeah we went to a concert together and 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 she started listening to to it and and so that's great. But. Uh, there is a few um singles that she listened to uh that yeah, same thing as Jan said. That's something that I, I just can't listen to it, even one song, even 30 cigars on a bit, it just drives me mad. The the we we have really different taste and same thing. I uh, some uh, when she's happy she can listen to whatever, but most likely happy songs or like um with um uh,
1: yeah, upbeat, a good or, rhythm. Yeah, like
2: yeah. like quite quick uh, yeah. music. I'm I'm the opposite. I'm I'm like your wife. Yeah, uh, I can I can listen to really sad songs when I'm when I'm feeling good because it doesn't affect me at that time. And and if I listen to a sad song when I'm sad, I, I reach rock bottom of like depression yeah. very
1: quickly. Oh no! But for me, it's more like what Rasmus said earlier. It's decorating the music. Yeah. It's matching my mood. So it's not it's not amplifying it. It's just for my mood is the like the thing it's, that is like venting with it. it. Uh I wouldn't say preventing it. No, venting, not preventing, oh, ven- just venting. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't I don't feel worse when I'm listening to it. It's just next like it's just leveling the music with how I feel at that moment. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to listen to something happy in that time. That would annoy me because it's not different from the mood I'm in right now. I hate
2: happy songs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Listen to them. I'm
0: the Grinch. (laughs) The music of Coast swing is actually the biggest problem I have with the dance because it's mostly pop songs. Yeah, and I don't really like pop songs. Oh damn! But I love blues. And blues and West Coast, I'm one of those really weird people that love it when the blues comes on in West Coast, and Mm, I can groove to that. Blues is cool. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I love that. Uh, But then there's so many other people who just absolutely hate blues in West Coast because they don't understand it, don't feel like they know how to move to it. The rhythm is is often different when it comes to blues. Yeah, uh, blues is syncopated. So it's more like going boom, ba-dum, boom, 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 yeah, instead of this even doom, 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 yeah, doom, 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 which which it's trippy to some people, and but it's I I love it, but I I grew up on a lot of blues and jazz and rock with my dad, so yeah, for me that that's all of that, and pop music was something that just was on the radio and was annoying so to speak oh i mean there are good pop songs by all means no, no, no.
2: yeah no sure i understand and, it just and re- i've
0: learned to tolerate the yeah. songs the pop songs i can dance to it
2: just reminds me that when i was a kid uh we were not listening to the radio the the when the radio was on it was mainly
1: to listen to people talk about stuff really? and news oh, no. and i always yeah. found that boring i always listened for the music
2: yeah, but it was not my choice. I was like very young and it was my, my grandparents or my parents were, were listening to news and stuff happening or, or uh, football matches like being commentated or the Tour de France or stuff like that. So was not really into radio until I, I found out around 14, 13, 14, that there was also music on radio, which was like, oh, that's cool. But when I was a child, the... Every Saturday night, when we had guests at home after dinner, we they they would turn on the TV, and there was own on, not only but almost every week a TV show where people were um, singing, like the
0: the like, song uh, show of the week, on, yeah, American Idol kind of thing. Uh,
2: yeah, no, it was like it was no like the
1: French version of it.
2: No, the like uh, professional singers, like uh, pop pop. I can't say pop star, but uh, oh no, that's but what,
1: like the actual uh, musicians that were invited at the radio station. Yeah, or, exactly, and, yeah. and oh, like, like, okay. like live unplugged. Yeah yeah, 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 stuff yeah.
2: like that. Okay, and and every and I realized now that every single song from that era from those people. When I was a child, I hate their music now because I've heard them so many times. Like every single night when the TV was on, I was excited to watch a movie or something like that. No, it was people singing and singing always the same song. So it became for a part of my life, for a period of my life, really music was associated to this uh, annoyance, this, this bad feeling of, oh, not them again. So I had to relearn to like music
1: on my own. This is something I figured out though. Um, French radio is something completely different from um, like, I, I would say like the, the English or like British or mm-hmm. the American or the German one. Because I think France has to rule that a certain percentage has to be f- um, sung oh, yeah, in French. French content. French yeah. content? Yeah. Yeah yeah so for us it was uh there were some German songs but there was no guidelines. So if there were like half a year there were no good new German songs coming out, pop songs or anything else, you just would hear English songs. Yeah. And um that's I mean, the problem so, here, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you're basically, if, if the musicians in your country decide to just produce shit for about a year, you That's still got to listen to like 30 to 40% shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, um, I think it's 50-50
2: now at the moment. At, oh, at wow. the beginning it was like 10 or 15%, now it's 50-50 English songs, French songs and and there is some really good stuff in the
1: french songs but
0: yeah honest i've danced to
1: a lot of french songs on uh, this weekend i'm not saying it's bad it's just like if you don't have the choice then it's kind of yeah that's kind of the problem yeah exactly it's not your music style or something like that because i remember just sitting next with the cassette deck with an empty cassette in like next to the radio station waiting for my favorite songs to start record Did and then true. just and just hope that there's no uh traffic interruption or something like that yeah. happening because then you have to wait like another 45 minutes to one and a half hours for that song to replay. And if yeah. you finally have it on cassette and it's like traded it at school and says like I have a cassette with like all of the best songs there's like three offspring songs on here and none of them and and none of them is interrupted and people would basically some of them will trade you your school lunch just to borrow it because they had the dad had a two cassette deck at home where they could overplay the one cassette onto another one yeah Yeah. (laughs) and the mixtapes would do the round. that was the good times yeah
0: um, you guys are old. Yeah, yep. no, we are not old. We are vintage. <laughs> we are vintage I told you already. <laughs> exactly. Ancient, more like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> With it, so throat like feel a little bit moldy at the moment, but.
0: <laughs> but just like those cassette tapes, I think you both should be at the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen yeah. this
2: video on TikTok and everywhere where they and uh they gi- they give a cassette, an old cassette to children and uh, to see how long they oh, yeah. it, it takes for them to open and understand what, what it is. It's
1: a, it's its own YouTube channel, I believe. Yeah, kids react. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah that's
2: right. Yeah, that's right. We did I've not to, seeing
1: any of that. And, we and they that give them the a kid. walkman and they're like looking at that and it's like the one kid like I don't know, she's like six years old, looks at this, I know that. My granddad has one of those and you're like, oh shit.
2: We did to to the kid and he, he, he opened it pretty easily and the other day he was, he was uh, uh, talking about a cassette which was like amazing to me because I had totally forgot about that and and I was like how do you know what a cassette is? He said oh because I, I saw it in a video game and it was like <laughs> like in the background of a video game there was a bunch yeah. of, of cassettes stacked, uh, stacked up and I was like yeah damn I'm old.
0: honest yeah. on though that's one of the things that uh, amazes me is what sort of things will be found at the museum in a thousand years from now?
2: Uh, a bunch of shit, I, b- I believe.
0: If- oh, a lot of if- plastic, a lot of shit, by all means. Yeah. Uh, but if, if we just ignore like the whole pollution side of it, what kind of weird artifacts will just show up at the museum... In maybe maybe even further, maybe in five thousand years, uh, we'll have Walkman... I mean, the Nokia telephones will definitely be there.
1: They, <laughs> they will survive.
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: that, that will be it. I th- I think everyone in product design would love to be a time traveler to see how people react to stuff they are actually thought up to, because I can tell you right now, two thousand years from now, a child will walk into a museum, see a Game Boy, and will it take? It would probably take about. Two seconds for it to figure out how to switch it on and play with it. Yeah. Because there are things that just don't change, like buttons and analog stick. I mean, it might. It m- Unless if you have facial recognition. And- yeah, I, I mean, that might happen, like with the touch screen and the cell phones and everything. But yeah. I think even with that, like kids react, I'm pretty sure, like when they handed a the Game Boy, it would just take the Game Boy, turn it on, start playing yeah, without even probably. a second thought. So some things age a lot better from the entertainment electronics Uh, than others
0: good design definitely does i think there was someone who had like the power glove accessory to a games console the the nintendo that's the yeah that's the one i don't think that'll age well no that's something i wanted so bad as a kid it it hasn't (laughs) Or or that
1: virtual boy that will give you eye cancer with the red laser sight Oh yes, thingy. as well. I'm... Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you have you seen this um, now kind of old movie, uh, Waterworld? Yeah. Uh, With... I've not seen it actually. I have just seen pieces of it here and there. Okay, so I've, I've
1: seen it multiple times. Yeah, me, an... me too.
0: 80s, early 80s, late 70s, Uh,
2: 90s, 90s. mid mid 90s, probably uh, when Kevin was Kevin Costner, and it took a lot of shit. 97,
1: 98, something like that. Well, I mean, it flopped because uh, there were storms that sank like the whole production because they filmed it in the ocean.
2: Yeah, that too. And Kevin Costner and the director didn't agree on a lot of stuff, so there were a lot of shouting and and stuff. But uh, yeah, the the movie uh, took a lot of shit when it got out, and I enjoyed that movie it's a kind of Mad Max type movie but on water yeah. at the very beginning of the of the movie the guy uh, dives and found find some stuff from the old world like our current mm-hmm. civilization oh yeah and for a that. period of the of the movie is wearing ski boots like ski shoes like the very solid bulky uh, heavy ones because yeah. he finds it so cool to have like this stuff uh, but it it's ridiculous to us so in 5000 years um, they will probably have in museum stuff that we have discarded and we used for a while but even though they don't know what we were using them for it can be appealing to them like we expose like pots
1: in m- museum now like isn't it already are we not at that point already it's funny because we always talk about the future but it also it already happens to us if you look at stuff like old tools from like 18 something 1900s um like at the flea market some yeah. of the stuff i have in my hands and i have an idea what could have been done with it
0: mm-hmm. but i
1: don't know a hundred percent and there's other stuff I look at it and i like, oh, I have no idea what that was for. Like, yeah, yeah. What no, was it you're used right. For? And you don't even have to go back in the 1800s. That can be something in the 1900s, which is stuff that completely like got replaced by either mechanical machines or just uh, the, the pieces that were made with it don't even exist anymore.
2: Yeah, all the stuff it was made for doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. Or is not yeah. used anymore. I remember exactly. seeing
1: a video of a uh,
2: um, um, blade sharpener which is like you have uh, this little wheel that you turn to sharpen oh, the yeah. blade, and it switches the blade on the other side automatically at some point yeah. to sharpen both sides. The tool is great; it's freaking beautiful, but nobody has it anymore, and like nobody. Racer would...
1: blades are throwaway articles these days.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and the shape is different from what it used to be in the '50s. So this tool is like completely useless now because you you don't use those blades anymore to shave in the morning yeah. well we don't shave but you know what i mean shaving what's shaving yeah it's something you learn in a few years when you're <laughs> an adult
0: i guess i walked right into that one. oh yeah <laughs> it was a given and pretty fast yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah pretty fast at that
0: running headlong against a brick wall it feels like oh. I, I have sort of maybe a bonus question for you mm-hmm. do you know who was the first archaeologist? The first archaeologist. If you say Indian
2: and Jones, I'm going to slap you. If you say Jesus, I'm going to slap you as well. So, no. Uh,
0: Jesus, not too far off. I don't know. I have no idea. The quote-unquote ancient Egyptians. So, the new kingdom, the, the G- Egyptian kingdom that was about 2,000 years ago around Cleopatra, yeah. they were doing excavations and archaeological digs. Okay. of the great pyramids and the uh, the great sphinx okay that were 2500 years before them again
2: yeah oh wow yeah, okay. yeah. that's something we always forget, forget forget that it was so long ago that the egyptian had many eras and yeah
0: yeah I mean, we point. think about ancient egypt and it's like oh yeah it's this thing that happened in the desert down there somewhere yeah a long time <laughs> and ago then, but it lasted for 3,000 years, yeah. 4,000, f- stupid long time. Yeah. And I can already hear Dan whispering in the back here saying that they weren't archaeologists, they were Egyptologists because they only did Egypt. But shut up, Dan. <laughs>
2: yeah, but if, if you are in Egypt and you are digging up stuff from your country, are you really an Egyptologist or are you an archaeologist in your own country? I mean, I those are probably valid.
1: I'd love to figure out how much of that stuff actually where the archaeologists dig up is wrong because a friend of mine studied it. And he's just like, a lot of that is, there's so much guesswork. Like some of the stuff is just hard facts, but he says, you, you dig up something. For example, he told me like in 2000 years, somebody's going to dig up a site and there was going to be a lot of, um, how do you call it? Bottle caps laying around.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're
1: going to, they're going to know from bottle caps that it's from bottles, but is it, um, was there some cold basically? Uh, nah. Was there a meeting ground? Or was it just a camping ground where people got freaking drunk and partied? No, it was the currency. Uh, New cola yeah, and- yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that would be the other one. I mean, it's funny. And it, like I had to think a lot about it, about the stuff he said. It's like how you can interpret it like different finds. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, the same guy that told me that uh, they took the weather balloon for their diggings and they basically br- breathe in the helium and uh, were talking <laughs> to each other, laughing their asses off while getting drunk so yeah take it with a grain of salt
3: well
2: you're not wrong when you're saying that it's a lot of of guesswork because that's what science is all about like you you observe stuff and you guess and try to think and to conclude into something but these are the stumbled upon a picture of an x-ray picture of the tail of a beaver right yeah have you, have you seen that it's, uh, and, and the comment was like, uh, now I bet that all the imagery of dinosaur is wrong because mm-hmm. when you just look at the skeleton inside of uh, a beaver's tail, you just have a, f- a few bones like a dog's tail
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it's completely flat and wide. And so it
0: has nothing to do with one with the other. So if you but until you find that one skeleton that's more calcified than the normal one, yeah, yeah, so you and can you still see, see the, the depression of the rest of the soft tissue. Yeah. F- For was sure. it the same For with like
1: the feathers of some of the dinosaurs?
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: Apparently, there are a lot, lot it, and of like, and then, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So yeah, I I I don't know. What I would be really curious to see is how humans uh, evolve over the the years. Like we are nothing compared to the first, like, quote-unquote, humans, uh, fifty thousand years I've, ago.
0: Have you ever looked up how an elephant skull looks? And uh, no, but yesterday I looked up how an
2: elephant feet looks uh, when you take <laughs> a, an X-ray of it. Yeah, and and Google it. It's very and put it close to a human foot X-ray just to compare.
0: Oh yeah, I got. Five toes as well, doesn't it? It's like you are it basically it's the same foot. Yeah, the, the skeleton it's is just the same. squished together a bit and no, different. No, it's
2: it's like the position is like the 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 what's the name of the back part of your thing, uh, of your foot, like the Achilles he- Achilles heel. Thank you. Uh, the heel is like a little bit up. It's like you were toe tipping, but it's it's the same, but it's wrapped in like meat and elephant leather. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, I mean, that is very similar. Yeah. That's true. See? Uh, but the my, 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 my thing with the elephant skull... No. Uh, no, okay. Then I'll just tell the listeners that... No, no but uh, I
2: haven't seen... I haven't <laughs> checked. You, you asked me
0: if I checked the thing. No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, I, actually, I still want to do this. I'll just tell people, look up an elephant skull... And tell me what Greek myth this is.
2: Okay, now I have to do it now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay, I see your point. Yeah? Yeah, please do that, Fox. please Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: everyone who's going to listen to Car will hate us for this.
2: <laughs> when you go back home,
1: Google no, it. No, this is the interactive segment of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Or the yeah. one
2: you, you piss people off because they come to it right now.
1: Let's let's focus on that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Sure. Uh, I I can actually just ramble on because uh, my focus is almost related. Cool. Uh, mm. But with a caveat. Oh. Okay. It is From the Ground Up by Keith Decent. I have not listened to his most recent episode yet, but yeah. I did talk to him a fair bit about it during Maker Camp, so I know what it's about. And I realized it is kind of an apt topic, or an apt suggestion for the last bit of this podcast with Archeology and all of that, because he's talking about CDs and how absolutely crazy the CD industry were at the heyday. Yeah, Something along the lines of one-third of all CDs that were ever produced, has ever been produced, was AOL Internet CDs. Yeah. Or something uh, stupid like that. I had so many oh, of them to get like, the that free inter- week
2: of Internet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now there's a landfill full of them. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, both the From the Ground Up, a fantastic maker podcast made by an absolute mad person named by Keith Decent, who is brilliant in all the right ways and mad in all the right ways. I'm not sure where it's going with that. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. His Instagram is really fascinating. And the whole of the From the Ground Up podcast is really, really good. Cool. If you like just a story of items related to maker culture, I think we can say. Nice.
3: nice.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, You guys know that I'm... Sorry, my voice is kind of <clears throat> cutting out. Um, That I'm into the whole photography thing in the... um at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I found another one, which is called, uh, and I'm going to butcher this name, Frederik Trovatten. Mm-hmm. He's Danish, and he's a street photographer. And he's been spending a lot of time in Mexico. Because that's mainly the videos I've been watching lately. And uh, he just, well, first of all, I think Mexico is really interesting when it comes to street photography and the, the, the people around there and the mindset. But also, he just walks up to people, like he's not that, hidden photographer he just walks up to people and like hey i saw you i saw you to do this can i make can i take a picture of you so he does like street portraits a lot at least the videos i've watched so far and um he just has that way with people where barely anyone says no and some of them just start posing and he gets more pictures of it so really interesting um he also has what i just saw recently a um series where he describes or explains how some famous photographers shoot their pictures which style and how they use that style okay so, cool. i uh, can't can't wait to dig into that i'm probably gonna be binge watching that for the next couple of days that was my you need re- to send
0: me a link for that because i can't spell whatever you tried to say
1: hey no no problem i'll i'll, <laughs> s- I'll send it to you right now cool 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 red how about you
2: um i have a few cheater yeah so first i'm, I'm gonna uh, focus on me because i didn't punch the mic even once today you want you did once, once. oh fuck so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay never mind uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, but I you just were ne- good <laughs> it was only one
1: <laughs> um, my heart is like a beating mic <clears throat>
2: Uh, Jan got the some numbers uh, for the podcast, uh, and we learned this week that we are rated uh, podcast number one hundred eighty-five in Iceland, something like that. So to Which all, means we
0: have one
2: listener. We, in we have at least one listener <laughs> one in, Iceland, in Iceland, at least, and that is so amazing. It, it, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So if you're living in Iceland and you are listening to us. Uh, Thank you, we love you so that that being said, my focus of the week uh because we talked a lot about dance uh, at the beginning of the show is actually a Japanese movie, a Japanese movie that I saw many years ago and kind of make made me like uh dancing uh, like or watching people dance oh the movie is great uh it's funny it, it's romantic it's called shall we dance that's actually the international title because the Japanese one is shall we dance Uh, the dance is like dance in Japanese it's a 1996 movie it's absolutely fantastic it's moving it's funny Um, if you can find it please watch it Almost as hey. old as Raz, uh, and don't watch the re- American remake with, with Richard Gia because it's abso- absolutely useless. The Japanese movie is way better and funnier. So yeah, shall we right. dance from 1996?
0: Cool. I'll actually, I'll, I'll have to now look up that and see if I can find that maybe without wearing an eye patch. But we'll see. Yeah, please do and any other last little tidbits uh we have some great
2: guests coming up for the show i'm just going to say that
1: okay we we're going to continue the streak of great guests we already had yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah that that's that's a better way to put it <laughs> we have we have some some yeah exactly
0: so stay tuned for the rest of the year and i would just like to say go watch footloose the original one. Oh, yeah, that too. Also on uh, the theme of dancing. W- wasn't, yeah.
1: wasn't that the one with the penguin?
0: Uh, Kevin Bacon, I'm thinking of. Okay. No, it's Happy, uh, happy Feet. Happy feet was saying...
1: the other one. Yeah, I'm Yeah, Happy sorry. Feet. What the o- fuck almost were you? It's all, also about <laughs> Go dancing. Go back
2: to bed, He's <laughs> Be sick. Give him a break. Like Footloose, <laughs> Happy Feet. It wasn't enough. <laughs> exactly. Both about
1: dancing. Which happy also
2: penguins. is a good movie.
1: I've, yeah it's it's also a yeah Habakkuk at least the
2: first one. one was the first one was the second not that much but the first one was was cool
0: who was it that had a voice for the little penguin oh,
2: was I, it Elijah Wood I no. don't know in English in Norwegian in French in German uh, yeah so see
0: uh, well I, I would be very surprised if Elijah Wood had a Norwegian voice for it
2: <laughs> it would be so cool <laughs> I would love to would have been
0: <laughs> and to. back to helium, yeah. Yeah. yeah yes I was right Elijah Wood nice also Robin Williams is in it and Hugh Jackman so I guess that's a a win as well Happy Fit go watch Happy Fit and Footloose thank you (laughs) see you next week (laughs) (laughs) bye bye bye